0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, February 13th, 2012. I'm Mr. Skullhead. This is 10 Dozen Minutes with me and uh, that other guy. So let's get him online. Hey, buddy. Hey, quiet guy. That's probably my fault. Oh, sorry.
1: I can turn me up a little bit if you want.
0: Yeah, turn, turn you up a little bit, and I turned you up a little bit. I think we'll be good now. Alright. Alright, let's do some podcasting. Is
1: not like, uh, nothing, not, not nothing, There, everything is not like doing a sound check on the air. Yep.
0: I feel like we would have had that problem if I had if I had got you on
1: before. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, how you been, Mr. Scullhead?
0: I've been pretty great, I gotta say. That... Uh, let's see, what did we do... Watched Real Steel, that was less than great. Really? Yep, that was pretty bad.
1: Uh, I was told that, or rather, I was not told, I heard on a podcast that all of the parts with robots hitting each other were pretty good, and every time there was not a robot hitting another robot, it was just terrible.
0: I don't know if I'd say terrible, but definitely kind of phony and, you know, like, it's one phony thing... Phony and baloney? yeah. It's one thing to say that it's dumb. Like, of course it's dumb. It's giant robots boxing. That's not necessarily a point against it, that it's dumb. But then it has, the like, it expects us to buy into the, like, man who needs redemption and needs to bond with his son again, and, like, the scrappy young underdog who's gonna take the title. Like, all of those things that work in other movies don't really work when it's a movie about robot boxing. Okay. So, I mean, like, there's nothing at stake by the time you get to the last thing. He's already, so before the last fight starts, the fight programmer dude has reunited with his son, he's proved that he's not a total fuck-up, he's got a decent amount of money, and yet, we're still supposed to care about this last fight, where we know, because we've seen movies before, that the little robot's gonna take a pounding, and then he's going to come from behind to do a really impressive thing and almost win and not quite, but it's going to be like a moral victory And
1: Yeah, I don't watch any movies where somebody doesn't come from behind and do an impressive thing
0: yeah, I've heard that about you
1: um, Yeah, it was pretty I, stupid So that watched, was unfortunate uh, I watched Chronicle, uh, which was actually pretty good, I thought
0: That one I would like to see. Did you watch the uh, Death and Return of Superman? that, that dude no. did? No that, uh, that is funny, you should seek that out the guy who directed Chronicle did a, like, 15-minute YouTube video where he describes just the basic story arc of the death and return of Superman while people act it out in a kind of, like, low-rent, suited way. Okay. But, uh, with, like, Mandy Moore and Elijah Wood and Ron Howard in there, so... Huh. Okay. Oh, that's cool.
1: It's super fun. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know. I I knew nearly nothing about uh, when I said, hey, what movie should we see? Uh, 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 The lady said, "Uh, how about Chronicle? And I said, what's Chronicle? And she read me the single sentence blurb from the movie phone (laughs) app. Uh, And I was like, okay. And we went and saw it. And, uh, you know, it... uh, it doesn't have the problem that a lot of things, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the movies that you see where the cameras are always in fiction, uh, have that problem where they feel the need to actually use a handheld camera, and so it just is like dizzying and gross and low quality. Right. Like they they've they figure out a pretty good balance for not freaking you out. Uh, also, the fact that they have become telekinetic uh, starts explaining a lot of the big sweeping camera pans and stuff. Uh, so they
0: did the they managed to narratively justify them having a steady cam. That's kind steady, of clever. yeah,
1: well, I, yeah it was. Um, yeah, and then it gets it, you know, it starts out in that kind of low budget uh, style, but then gets really crazy special effectsy later. Huh. you know in a, in a way that's good. it just it just becomes like a superhero movie. Uh, the only thing is like that maybe the last like thirty seconds of the movie are really, really stupid, of course. Uh, but they don't, you know, they don't, like, go back in time and, and damage the movie. So, yeah. Glad I saw that. What else have you been up to?
0: Well, uh, on Saturday I did my uh, Ask Me Anything on Reddit. Yeah. That, that went pretty well. What, uh, what possessed you to do that? I Well, I've been on Reddit for, like, three months looking at all the various, like, WTF, and, uh, like, I I got there from researching Rage Comics. I said, by God, these things keep popping up in various sites, and I want to know what the hell is up with these hideous faces. So, like, Rage Comics led me to Reddit. I started making Rage Comics, a couple of them. Got one that almost hit the front page, and that was an exhilarating rush.
1: Tell me about Rage Comics. Uh, It seems like at some point it was possible to add uh, Faces to the available palette that point seems to have passed is it i i haven't seen a new one come up lately
0: i think it just takes something that really captures people the popular imagination and then it'll make its way to the rage maker
1: okay is that where the troll face came from yeah it was drawn for rage comics
0: since i started i've seen the like bro troll He's, like, the troll face with the orange skin and, like, gelled hair. I've seen a Forever Alone bro, which is kind of weird looking, but...
1: Sometimes you see one of those guys with the hat from Scumbag Steve. Right. Um, yeah, I... So, Reddit became one of those things. Like, Reddit is one of those things where if I find myself looking at the front page of Reddit, I, I just am like, okay, I need to get up and do something else, like this is the equivalent of channel surfing. Uh-huh. Right? Like, I am just, I am now just watching whatever is on the internet. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just probably just get up and do something else because I'm not, you know, like, this is not, this is not, I can't even pretend that this might be edifying. I use it, uh, I use uh, Reddit as the feed for, uh, like, game industry news. Um, it is, Comes up with almost everything interesting that happens outside of the other blogs that I read. Right. Uh, well, I guess I don't know. All right. Of all the things that I'm aware of, the things that I become aware of via Reddit are on Reddit. It's right. is basically what I just said. Uh, what what uh, what subreddits do you uh, do you fancy?
0: I spend an an inordinate amount of my Reddit time on WTF. Just looking at random fucked up stuff, which is weird, and I'm not sure why.
1: Yeah, did, did, were you were you a uh, fail blog enthusiast?
0: Yeah, like I enjoy seeing the weird pieces of art that they put out, put on there, and you know, random people dressed strangely in public, and you know, weird things being done with vaginas. Perhaps it kind of pisses me off when they're when it's just like a graphic injury. <laughs> Yeah. are like dude what the fuck is this and you click and it's just somebody's ankle sticking out sideways out of their leg and like well that's a f- fucking grievous injury and you shouldn't put that where people are going <laughs> to yeah. look at it
1: thanks Is it? does it not tend toward the like just giant fat woman in ill-advised pants pushing a Walmart shopping cart I mean no I'd no. say
0: it's more more weird manga and sculptures and People acting stupid.
1: Roy, uh, Roy gave me a gift today uh, that was a fairly. I'm guessing that he spent twenty minutes uh, drawing uh, a dick with a turd coming out of the urethra.
0: Huh? You should put that
1: up. Uh, yeah, uh, somewhere. Um, he he uh, he had scanned it. He made a copy for himself and gave me the original. It's it's I, I'll I'll cherish it. Good. Let's
0: see. So I read. The first couple of pages of just the aggregation on the main page, check out WTF, check out the F7U12. And What's that? The, the Rage comic section, it's just like 7 Fs and, two, and 12 Us. Oh, uh, okay. So the kids call it F7U12. And then uh, feel guilty that I'm not edifying myself and try and read some of the Today I Learns or the Ask Me Anythings.
1: Mm, okay, the ask me anything's are are interesting. I uh, I, I don't I didn't understand it at first because I, I thought it was I am a right right and well, and is. I think it sort of it's like I am ama <laughs> yeah. yeah and I didn't I didn't really understand it for a well. while but I've seen I don't know it, you know it seems like it's a thing that people are starting to use I did not know uh, I spent some time I don't remember if it was last night or this morning. Uh, reading, uh, Metafilter comments about Reddit and just getting angry. Right. I was Um, gonna say,
0: I, I did my AMA just before I discovered that this whole time, all I've been doing is looking at child pornography on this site.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't even know. I, uh, I, I look at, uh... What do I look at? I look at the gaming news. I look at just the gaming uh, subreddit every once in a while, because people, you know, it's, like, mostly just dumb bullshit, like, uh, a screenshot with a funny caption or whatever, but it's, like, you know, if you look at the first couple pages, it's usually pretty good. Uh, I'll occasionally pop into the, like, politics, uh, just because I like reading arguments on the internet. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know that I've really learned uh, anything from it, but... uh, But yeah, I don't really understand what happened. Like, something awful organized to, like, get Reddit to act to explicitly forbid child porn. Right. Right? Is that... Which they
0: were already doing. They were just allowing things that were in a kind of greasy, gross gray zone.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know there was the the precursor to the Gone Wild subreddit, which is just... How much of that do you reckon, like, honestly, is girls taking pictures of themselves and posting them, and how much of it is just people finding pictures of girls and posting them?
0: Most of the regular posters verify.
1: so Which is like, they, they, somebody will ask them in a comment, like, put some shoe polish on your nipple in the shape of a swastika, and then they will do it and take another picture. It's more
0: they'll take a picture of themselves holding a note with the date and, like, their Reddit name on it and send it to a moderator. So I Uh guess that's something that you could conceivably Photoshop if you had a picture of your target holding up a piece of paper or, you know, holding up a dog by the scruff of its neck or something, but it seems like you why you wouldn't go through all that trouble. I have spent so some mean, time on Gone Wild. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. You what? I have spent you, some time on Gone Wild. I was there. like,
1: huh, what's that? Because I, like, I just saw a reference to it on the front page, and I'm like, wow, this is just like a lot of pictures of naked girls. Um, no, yep. That's I can get behind that. Right. Ah, and do something impressive. Um, yeah, so, I mean, so then I saw references to our jailbait, and I was like, huh, that's weird. So then I typed it into the browser and nothing happened. Um, And, and like, my understanding is that I I don't really understand what the deal is. Like, you wouldn't think that the same people who were, like, super, super pissed off about SOPA would say, no, Reddit, it is critical that you extensively moderate everything that everyone posts, even though it's, like, literally everyone and you are, I imagine, a fixed number of people who work at Reddit.
0: Yeah, yeah. except what they were saying was you should make sure nobody starts a subreddit that's just for, like, pedophiles to hang out. And if you see one of those, you should get rid of it. Because I guess the dude who ran slash r slash jailbait was friends with the administrators and there wasn't right. any
1: drama about him being i, I don't how know like, does, how does a subreddit the, work because i the, the way that i imagined that would work is that if you tag something jailbait like the, the like subreddits were not actually like they don't have a database of subreddits it's just that's a way of searching tags am i wrong about that
0: that i'm not well you get your own each subreddit gets a directory right
1: but is that I mean, directory it's, it's, just so, a, a I mean, source. The people in Metafilter, yeah, in fuck, Metafilter, Metafilter were, were pointing out like, okay, so they got rid of slash r slash jailbait, but there is still slash r slash nigger jailbait. Yeah,
0: right. Which, which I gathered was something that was created after they posted saying they weren't going to do that again. They weren't going to put up with that anymore. And that was right, somebody but trolling. That, was,
1: that had to have been just created by a user or a troll, right? Like it, yeah, anybody
0: it, can create a subreddit. Right. and be made the moderator of it, and I, I gather all of that happens without any input from the admins. It was just weird to me to to see like, for one thing, something awful has plenty of shit that's ethically questionable and morally questionable to have on their site.
1: You know, they did so, though a few years ago, like something off Al- the Something Awful forums. I remember when uh, Gibbok got me an account on the Something Awful forums that was like. Yeah, so these are cool forums and also just all the porn you'll ever need from now on. Um, And then, like, a year later, they just got rid of the porn. They were like, nope, Uh no porn anymore. And, like, they rallied as a community and, like, everybody seemed to take it really seriously from what I could see. And I so just, I don't know if they're own, just like especially sensitive to that kind of thing or I don't trust
0: the them as an instrument of justice. I'll say No, that. Mean, like, I don't trust Christ. their motivation to be anything but this is a rival community and we have disdain for them in the same way that every community has disdain for any other
1: community. But you know what I they didn't do when the when the goons came hmm. to KOL, they did not do so with with the intent of like ruining everybody else's experience. Yeah. The way that the way that I I think they did with like Eve online right like yeah. they just sort of took over Eve online I mean maybe that's just because KOL can't do I mean I, I have I have nothing bad to say about the something awful community right like yeah. that they, they were they were the instrument of one of the increases by an order of magnitude of users that has allowed this to be our jobs for the last yeah. nine years right and and you know their forums are pretty good
0: yeah just it's when they start limited experience. beating that drum for justice I wonder if it's for justice and like knowing that in the news media now reddit is that child porn site and they ought to know how fucking unjust that is because reddit isn't an anything site it's an internet so yeah you know there are site there are shit on there for grandmother's knitting you know you could be on there for years and never know that there was stuff on there that you didn't want to see unless you went looking for it.
1: I mean so here's here no, is no, another question say what say what? <clears throat> oh yeah yeah the 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 just smear campaign like it seems like something awful would be against the notion of a smear campaign and
0: yeah, one would hope.
1: I mean, well, in yeah, in the way that one would hope that any right-thinking person would, would feel that, like, misinformation was a tool of only the worst authoritarians. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, was it child porn or was it, like, 16-year-old girls' tits?
0: It was fully clothed catalog pictures that people are masturbating to. Yeah, it was like everybody seems to agree that it was pictures without nudity in them, but that were definitely there to feed a prurient interest. And then there was the like the subreddit that was just like manga drawings of ten-year-olds going down on each other, which right. is a- another thing entirely. And Not yeah. anything I want anything of, but it's it's really hard to talk about. Whether that has a right to exist or not,
1: it is. I mean, I, you know, you know, you know me and my feelings about censorship, right? I mean, right. like if we, we, I just don't want people talking out of both sides of their mouth, right? Yeah. and, and the, the it 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 was weird to me that like just directly on the heels of the SOPA thing, right? Like, you know, you can't expect a website of of this sort of scope. To be able to police everything that everybody posts to it, right? So you can't you can't let Sony disappear them from the internet if one of their users posts something that's against the law. And yet you do want to disappear Reddit from the internet because of you know,, ugh, man.
0: Uh, and then at the same time, I got pissed at redditors who were writing like, well, guess I'm leaving a site now that you've Compromised your principles I wonder what you're just gonna randomly go after next It's like, well When they came for the pedophiles I didn't speak up For fuck the pedophiles And then They never came for me Because they were only going for the fucking pedophiles And that's not a slippery slope
1: yeah. yeah I mean, it's not a slippery slope anyway, right? Like, they're a private organization They can do whatever the fuck they want but just to leave
0: them because like oh well you've compromised your principles so it's no longer anything goes
1: here you've said that one thing doesn't go no one both said that and did it yeah you know i mean it's it's possible that yeah i mean it's possible that some grandma will read on cnn oh reddit child porn i guess i guess maybe there were child perverts masturbating to my knitting you know knitting recipes knitting patterns right um, I guess I was actually making a balls cozy for a seven-year-old boy. Yep, turns out. Uh yeah. I, and Meta, Metafilter was just... I, I don't mean to, to generalize, but they... So they talked about, like, Metafilter has, like, three full-time moderators for a community that is multiple orders of magnitude smaller than the Reddit community. And they were talking about how irresponsible it was of Reddit to have... These, you know, to have so little oversight, um, which you know is as, I suppose. That's a rough. That's a rough question to have to ask, though. I mean, because like, you know, the internet. In, in in maybe older older days, more so. But I don't. How does Reddit make money? Do they have ads?
0: Yeah, they have ads. Okay, they um, they also sell a, a gold membership that. Gives you something. Like, somebody bought me three months of it while I was doing AMA and I haven't really seen a difference. Huh. So I think it's a couple of minor tweaks that you can make to the way you see stuff. and it's one of those like, things where
1: you also see stuff an hour before everybody else does or something?
0: I don't think it is. I think it's just, like, you can choose how many comments you want to see. You can have them highlight comments that are older. It like huh. makes it a little bit easier to read, but it seems like it was mostly just uh, like a Participation badge.
1: Yeah, like a way to support them. Which, I mean, yeah, that's, that's fine. So I haven't even, I haven't even set up an account huh. on Reddit. I th- I might have tried, but jick was already taken, so I was like, eh, fuck this. But Meta Metafilter was, uh, it the, this stuff that gets predictable rage from the commenters on Metafilter. And I don't know why. I don't know why I keep reading it. yeah you know, every once in a while there's something insightful, but the arguments are just starting to be, like, really echo-chambery. And, you know, I remember somebody somebody posted in the thread when everybody was just talking about, how, wow, Reddit is just terrible. It's like it worked on them. It's like, oh, okay, I, I didn't realize that Reddit was nothing but child porn and misogyny, and, you know, there are subreddits devoted to how horrible some of the people on Reddit are.
0: It was weird seeing people go, like, there is a men-beating-women subreddit, how could you ever be associated with a site that has something like that? It's like, I don't know, are you on the internet? Yeah, I mean, Cause like,
1: somebody, somebody brought up, like, about hey, it guys, wrong. remember Usenet? And, like, how great and horrible it was at the same time? Like, th- I saw something, I saw a comment on Metafilter that just infuriated me, because they they described Reddit as being the opposite of democratic huh which to me is just the flat out opposite of true right? <laughs> right I think it is in it is one of the most democratic things that we have and pinpoints some of the key umbridges that it is possible to take with democracy right you know and and a, and everyone having a voice right like that when everybody has a voice, especially when it's an anonymous voice, you're gonna see a lot of horrible shit getting said right. You know, and and it's like, it's it just okay. seems weird to like Reddit say like, gives you this this amazing set of tools for ignoring it. Like I will
0: name five subreddits that just prove this is a horrible site. It Doesn't make any sense. Like they have pictures of dead kids. Like yep, that is one of the subreddits. I can also say like, wow, this is a site that has one about gold, one about tea, one about chocolate, and one about. The Minnesota Twins. So what kind of a site is it? Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, the uh, the AMA went super well.
1: So I Yeah, tell me about that. that. I, I have yet to go read it because I wanted it to I wanted it to be done yeah. more or less before. Something that I don't understand exactly about reading comments in Reddit is like what happens when you go back and more comments about like I don't really understand how they're threaded or ordered.
0: Yeah, there you can choose how they're ordered they start out the default view is by how many upvotes the parent comment has has gotten okay so then they're threaded with replies to that comment but you can also sort it by the newest ones first the oldest ones first
1: oh okay. it's just, so, I mean that, that seems like yeah. that's how I read slash dot comments is upvoted parents
0: um. yeah for this, I was glad to see that I could just go to my account and click on my little envelope for messages, and it would show me new comments in that thread that I hadn't seen yet, so I could just reply to them without going back to the thread. Oh, wow, that's great. So that was super useful for doing it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'd seen a couple of AMAs from really famous people, and then a couple from, you know, like, I worked at a carnival midway, ask me anything. So I figured I'd do it and see if anybody wanted to hear it was a boring day like ollie was happily playing and i had nothing else to do so i just sat there for like six hours and answered people's questions we ended up with like a a thousand questions and two thousand upvotes, and seems like we got a decent couple of day spike in signups for that so that was cool
1: yeah and the the concurrent numbers are still pretty high which is cool i mean like it, it that it's weird it's like this is the first time that somebody has tried to generate some press and it worked <laughs> right
0: <laughs> the funny thing is when that when i saw that spike i realized that it hadn't even occurred to me that that would make more people come to the site it was just i wonder if there are enough people who were still into kol that they would do this and didn't even think yeah about people coming I don't back I don't know that I would have thought in. of
1: that either I would have uh, I would have felt like okay what is the overlap between people who currently play KOL and people who read reddit regularly that's the the audience
0: but then when we hit the front page we had people coming in to the thread and going so what is this thing and I I had a, at least a couple of people say convince me I should go make an account so I got to do like the little couple paragraph spiel and in both cases they said sweet I'm totally gonna go do that that's cool
1: ah that was neat did you uh was there anything uh, particularly story worthy about it
0: there were there was a guy do you remember Zippy from like 2004
1: from the comics
0: no the the player
1: yeah I don't know that I do Uh, I don't know that I do
0: so his uh his ID was 1476 and he said he wrote me to say hey you may not remember me but if you Google Kingdom of Loathing Zippy, you'll see, like, I got banned, like, perma banned a long, long time ago because I was a 13 year old douchebag who had a problem with authority. Mm-hmm. Said, so now, you know, it's been nine years and I still finally remember KOL and I just wanted to apologize for being a dick back then when I didn't know any better.
1: Oh. I was like,
0: Damn, thanks. That's so adorable. Like, it did ring a faint and distant bell of somebody who was kind of a douche.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would have been back before there was a lot of volunteer moderation. I yeah. mean, it was certainly certainly back when we didn't have... Uh, there was nobody but you sort of at the top of that.
0: Right. Good times. Anything yeah, so else? There was, a, there was a guy who uh, wouldn't give his name and talked about how I was desperate to scrape up new people because KOL was dying and Jick had screwed me over and given me practically nothing, so I was trying really hard to to drum up some interest in this ridiculous thing. And I went back and forth with him a couple of times, and he said, this is somebody who, you turned your back on me when we were all friends, and, you know, your friendship means nothing. That you, that nothing you did? Or- yeah, that, that I had, he was part of a, the loathing group in Phoenix, and I had abandoned him, we all abandoned him in his hour of need, and he had all of these weird ideas about how things had shaken out, like that we were arguing about ownership of the game.
1: You and I, huh? If I was, if I was, oh. had screwed you, or was in the process of screwing you, why would you be trying to drum up more business? Oh, because, and- because
0: you're all I have, you know. The the pittance that I ended up with, oh, I see. Was, I see. You know, I was trying to make my pittance larger, <laughs> and so I just, you know, I didn't want to ignore any questions so i just say you know i'm not sure who you are but jick has never done anything but pay me a really good wage for not a whole lot of work i'm not sure what the deal is i found we figured out who he is and he's just crazy so
1: is it somebody that we actually know yeah it was oh but you'll have to tell me about that later
0: So that was slightly embarrassing. There were were a couple of people who... You know what I really enjoyed, though? A couple of people asked about NS13 and said they had quit playing right as it rolled out and asked why we did it. So, you know, that wound was still fresh. Wow. And I just... I said that the game needed to change or die, and we didn't want the game to die. It wasn't keep NS11 or don't. The game was so fundamentally broken at NS11 that something had to give... And, like, yes, we slowed it down because it was going too fast and it wasn't any fun. And I actually had a couple of people go, oh, I guess I didn't give it enough of a chance. I'll come back and play some more. And a couple of people post and said, yeah, I was bored as shit with Kingdom, and then NS13 revitalized the game and made me stay. Yeah, that's cool. It's like, that was nice. Some vindication.
1: Yeah, when, you know, when... When that comes up and we talk about it as a as a, you know when I especially when I talk about it as a mistake it is not that it didn't need to happen it's that there were just some things that I went about in ways that I, I now understand could have been better right right I mean it's you know you, you can't uh, you know you can't learn anything without some failure you you fail forward I was uh, I was introduced to that phrase somewhere <laughs> recently Fail forward. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, I th- I had something else that I was gonna talk about. Oh, we wanted to talk about the uh, the Watchmen prequels.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And somebody somebody in the uh, in the what's it uh, talked about how badly Alan Moore got screwed over by DC and stuff. Huh uh i think it was in one of the transcripts maybe but i don't remember and it was like uh it's not this one where people are arguing entirely about economic theory uh, because there was a very hasty transcript of our political uh, <laughs> uh, uh you know just ye- yelling we were really yelling at each other um, no it's and, okay.
0: everything sucks i agree that things suck why are people so dumb
1: yeah you know uh, anyway, I don't actually know where that other questions thread is. Uh, but, yeah, somebody was talking about Alan Moore getting, like... Like, Alan Moore working to retain ownership of the... Of the um, the property, and DC, like, sort of weaseling their way into keeping it. Hmm. And so... Because, because we had talked about it being work for hire and how, you know, like... I... It doesn't matter if Alan Moore has a right to be cranky about something, because he's going to anyway, right? right? I mean, is he cranky because he got screwed over, or is he cranky because he's cranky, and also he got screwed over?
0: I just feel that he overvalues his work, which is hard to do because it's really good, but, yeah. like Mm -hmm. This is... The, you know, it is impossible to make a film out of this, and they shouldn't even try. Like, motherfucker, they made a movie out of Dr. Zhivago. That turned out pretty good. Like, nah, seems weird that all of the geniuses of literature who have ended up with decent movies, and we can't do your comic book?
1: Because really? Yeah. I mean, like the uh, you movie, know the he's movie doing something the that not a lot of people are doing right like his his stuff is it really stands out right and uh, you know even the even the stuff like that that the swamp thing run that he did was so good oh yeah fucking incredible i like i don't it, it i i liked that a lot more than i liked watchmen actually mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know Uh, but yes, it to me, it's like I, it is hearing a story where somebody doesn't get fucked by their publisher is the surprising thing,
0: especially in the comics industry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, it being pretty marginalized already makes it a thing where you're just like, oh, I'm just so happy to be here, you know, it's like. I get to draw a thing and then a bunch of people will see it like did you see what
0: Marvel is doing to the guy who created Ghost Rider I did not they uh, they don't like him going around saying that he created Ghost Rider <laughs> and I guess he had been vocal in his criticism of the way they were handling the property and so they went and sued him for saying he was the creator of Ghost Rider even though he is, and then sued him for selling his own Ghost Rider merchandise, which means like sketches that he makes of the character. So they gave hmm. him a cease and desist and sued him for $17,000, and he's like 69 years old and living on Social Security. And uh, a super, super ugly thing.
1: Yeah, I mean that. So the and that's kind of par it, for that, the
0: course. Like you go to Comic Con and you see yeah. the giant booth for the movie that's coming out, and then over in the corner at a card table is the eighty year old who created that character.
1: Yeah, it you know like it's this is another one of those things though where there's a really clear bad guy in this, right? But like I you know should that guy be able to draw a Ghost Rider and sell it to people like it's, he sold. The rights. Well, to except it, right? there
0: are there are rows and rows of people at Comic Con who are drawing all of those Marvel characters and all of the DC characters, and DC doesn't DC and Marvel really don't care mm-hmm. because it's not eating into their profits. They don't have a line of you know
1: original sketches, yeah,
0: original sketches and shit.
1: So it's there was that weird thing where the guy the guy that eye. designed the Stormtrooper armor huh. had somehow finagled. And it took some finagling, right? Like, he had gotten the rights to reproduce and sell them. Huh. Um, but but it was hard. Like, it was a legal battle with Lucasfilm to do it. And it was only because it was in England that he was able to win it. Huh. Uh, that happened, like, last year, I think.
0: It and was all this, over Boing Boing. In this case, it's pretty clear that this guy was making noise, so they decided to beat him down. By doing this thing that they're technically allowed to do But that nobody does because it's a dick move Yeah So In that light, like, Alan Moore is A very wealthy man Who's living a very comfortable life Because of the things that he's created and Is he? Kind of seems like he should shut the fuck up Yeah Homie gets paid I'm also still mad at him for writing Lost Girls and making, yeah. me, making me feel like that was something that I should read because it had his name on it. And then, I mean, that was like
1: a thing he did with his girlfriend or something, right?
0: I hope so. Was his girlfriend seventeen? Because that shit was drawn like, a, like a junior in art class draws. So.
1: Yeah that that was my uh, that was my impression of it too. I, I like. I dunno. I saw it, I read I you know, I, I read a thing about it and I was like, okay, this just seems like a thing that he did because some woman would fuck him more if he did it. And, and because yeah, he got
0: like- he could get paid to jack off to Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> <You know>? Like <laughs> I'll bet that I could write just some straight up porn and people would talk about how amazingly illiterate it is.
1: Yeah, I, I never mean, it was finished expensive, it. too, wasn't it? I mean, like, for a while, couldn't you only get it in, like, a $100 hardcover or something? I think it was, like, 50 to 75 but, yeah,
0: it, a decent yeah. amount. It's a really high-quality package. <laughs> it's <laughs> on really good paper. Right. I'll say that for it. The coloring is... Colors are very vibrant. Yeah.
1: You know, it has all of them at some point. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I mean... So whenever I'm, he starts. I'm glad talking to know about... that he has that he's made a comfortable living of it. It so the, the what this guy said in the forums, I can't find the thread to read it, but that he he was he signed a contract that said he would he would the rights to the characters would revert back to him when the book went out of print. Huh. And they screwed him by never taking it out of print.
0: Did they screw
1: him though, or was it so popular that it was so it so popular that yeah it didn't make sense for them to take it out of print. Yeah, I mean yeah
0: and that's a contract then, that he signed
1: like he didn't want to work for them and so he started working for some other studio which they then maliciously bought so that he would be working <laughs> for them again and yeah it's hard to say I mean he seems like a kind of a crazy dude damn <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he has a definite inflated sense of self worth and of self pers- of being persecuted Although, if you want to make him sound super sane, read anything that Frank Miller's written in the last ten years. Oh yeah, and not just blog posts; like his actual creative output. He just wrote. I don't think
1: that I've ever read a single thing that he's written.
0: You've not read uh, *Dark Knight Returns*.
1: The comic, no. Right, or the or three hundred.
0: Nope. Sin City. Nope. Uh, the Spirit. Uh, the Spirit was actually Will Eisner. He just took the. Property and made a really terrible movie out of it. Oh, okay. If you loved Sin City, and I know you didn't,
1: you would still hate the spirit. Um, yeah, I barely remember Sin City. There, there were a lot of dudes getting shot in the dick. All right. As I recall. It was, yellow uh, was Ron Perlman. No, it was Mickey Rourke that was in it. Ron Who Rook- do you think would win in a I don't know. Just a straight out fight between Mickey Rourke and Ron Perlman. Probably Mickey Rourke, huh? Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I would expect Mickey Rourke to fall over halfway yeah, yeah. through and and have a heart attack and die. I don't
1: know. Right, he'll just die. He'll die in the middle of pretty much anything these days.
0: Yeah, he's he's not in the best of shape. Like he may be like in good physical shape, but his body is pretty destroyed. And Ron yeah, Perlman, I feel like Ron Perlman
1: never did no drugs. Huh. I wonder what Ron Perlman's vices are.
0: Mm. He can only get it up when he's wearing the big glove from Hellboy. <laughs>
1: and had the makeup from Beauty and the Beast. Right,
0: he can only have sex when he's fully made up as Beauty and the Beast.
1: <laughs>
0: at the same time.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's the Beast, but he's wearing Beauty's underwear. Ah, uh, what else is going on, man? I, uh, oh, yeah, so the Watchmen prequels. What do you think? Do you care? Does it matter?
0: I think there's some. There's enough talent behind it that if I was still buying comic books, I would probably check it out. I'm just gonna wait and see if anybody likes them and then maybe pick up a trade later. But. A rough trade. Yeah. I'm not, like, I'm neither excited nor incensed like of course they have the right to do that and it doesn't necessarily have to suck yeah you know, like Tim Burton said all there is to say about Batman they should never make another Batman movie ever like hey
1: yeah I mean that's a I, I, I find it hard to get upset about things being remade and rebooted and stuff you know because that's kind of what entertainment does is Dress up stories and tell them again. You know, like
0: sometimes there's the a lot of original stuff that, being
1: made. Probably more now than ever. So I don't, you know, I don't know that there's like a real dearth of originality. But yeah, who knows?
0: Dearth of originality. Yep. Sorry, that just sounded like cult of personality enough that. But... Is that a Yoshi noise? Yeah, I'm going to make my phone stop making Yoshi noises.
1: Is that what happens when you get a text message? Yeah. That's adorable, Mr. Skullhead. It's
0: a little piece of my youth. Yeah, we had a teacher in high school whose name was Mr. Reedburn. And every time I jumped on Yoshi, I could swear he was saying, Reedburn! I never had him as a teacher, but yeah, to this day Mm -hmm. it's the Reedburn
1: noise. Who was the uh, who was the teacher that looked his head looked like a skull?
0: Oh, Mister Lamar. He, uh, he was like
1: the deten- He was uh, he was a nice guy in my experience. Oh, uh, he was. He was. I, such I only, only ever had him for detention.
0: Right. Um, I had him as an English teacher, and Christ, he was terrible. Oh yeah. He would give uh, was it daily quizzes or weekly quizzes. I don't know. A significant amount of your grade were these quizzes that. Since he didn't feel like grading the whole thing, he would put, like, slips of paper with the name of each aspect of the quiz in a jar and then draw out which one he was going to grade it by. So sometimes it was the answers to the questions. Sometimes it was following instructions, like, did you write the right header on the top of the page? One time it was just the... So the header and I got zero points on the quiz because I put the wrong year on, like, January 5th. (laughs) And I was so mad at that motherfucker, and I, like, my dad came down to talk to the principal about it, and the douche nozzle sat in there and said, well, I read in in a teaching magazine that this was a good way to evaluate. It's just, you know, sometimes it's based on the actual material they're the fuck supposed to be learning, and sometimes, you know, it's based on their ability to function within the, the parameters of the assignment and
1: the principal uh, said know, oh
0: that, that sounds like a great idea if you and describe that, that outside the, the context
1: of a teacher that you didn't like I, like that doesn't that doesn't sound like a terrible
0: that is, thing to me it's I mean. total bullshit yeah. if you're doing a if you fail a vocabulary test when you got every answer right because the teacher is not looking at the answers he's looking at whether you wrote your whole name at the top that's bullshit He's not trying to teach you anything He's
1: too lazy to grade I mean, if you get your name wrong on a tax form You don't get your refund, right? If you write the I mean, wrong granted, date you on a, Well,
0: what we, he said was If you write the wrong date on a check You can't cash that check
1: Which so, is well, technically true
0: Yes, but you usually can And if not,
1: Everyone you can rewrite it we had, a, we had a This is, I think, just the bank being yeah, a dick okay, somebody, don- somebody sent us a check as a donation had written the wrong year, scribbled it out and corrected it, and they got returned to us because the change wasn't initialed.
0: Uh, so did you write the dude's initials on there? <laughs>
1: no, we actually sent it back to the guy and he sent us a new check. It, it was weird. I, I don't know why we didn't just write the guy's initials on it. I mean, I guess because that seems like it's... It seems like it should be illegal. I realized <laughs> after this... Uh, I, at some point in the last, like, five or six years, just forgot that you're supposed to endorse checks before you deposit them. Uh-huh. So I have not endorsed a single check in, like, five years. I just forgot that that was a thing.
0: Hmm.
1: Like, I had, for the for the occasional checks that come in the mail for donations, I had a stamp that was an endorsement in the with the company's account information on it and stuff that I would use. And that stamp ran out of ink. And I just stopped endorsing both the business checks and the personal checks. And I've never had anything come back. (laughs) And I don't know if that's just because nobody gives a shit. Right. The more that I think about the way checks work, the more it really does just kind of seem like it's kind of an honor system. It's just sort of like a convenience thing where we just like, We just have to trust that not enough people are going to deliberately and vindictively like, you know, fuck this up for their own gain or just to hurt someone else that we actually need it to be, you know, like it, it just, it is so insecure on so many levels that it is a wonder, like, I feel like. This is one of those things like, you know, gas stations and gas cars, where if it just didn't exist and you proposed it now, you'd just get laughed at for how bad of an idea it was.
0: Although now, like, think about it now versus back when banking started and you would just have a piece of paper that was signed by, ostensibly signed by some nobleman who said that you were allowed to draw five coins out of the bank in another town.
1: Yeah, you, know. you know. I mean, so there's like the whole "cash me if you can" thing, where it got a little bit more secure, right? Right. But I mean, it's just <clears throat> there was a time in uh,
0: like '98 when I was working at Navajope Tours that I accidentally grabbed the wrong paycheck. Someone put the wrong paycheck in my box, so I cashed somebody else's paycheck, and it went into my account. And when I went to the bank, they said, "Well." you can't pull the money out because eventually we might catch that when the check gets processed and then we'll just take the money out again but we can't cancel the check because it's already gone through so you just need to wait and see if sometime in the next two weeks when we actually do the reckoning we figure out that that's the wrong check and that you don't have a right to deposit it right so i think she ended up cutting me another paycheck and i put that in and then pulled the money out for the other girl and it never they never caught it as far as i remember yeah. so like jess worries if i deposit a check that's made out to her into my account but that's you know that's so minor a detail for them yeah
1: i mean i've deposited checks written to jick <laughs> right it you know it like it, it's the kind of thing you know it's like that but it's it, that's why it's so weird when something like that uninitial change comes back it's like this this has to have been somebody's like first day on the job right uh, you know they're like still in their probationary period and they want to make sure that they don't get fired for not you know following the rules because what the fuck yeah like you know it like getting the date wrong in January is not cause for suspicion right Right. Getting it right means that you're probably just some boring Eagle Scout asshole. And they ought to steal your money. Because what are you going to do with it? Donate it to the poor?
0: Yeah. I I just figure anybody who wants to take my money can. Because I'm not using it for anything.
1: Hmm. It is... Like... Banking seems kind of weird in general. (laughs) Uh, You know? Just all of the structures that are in place that we feel like we can rely on it's and this is like when when something comes up like oh the publisher screwed these people like it's exciting it's an exciting time right double fine does this thing where they make a million dollars in two days on their on their on their twitter on their kickstart um which a lot of people are hailing as like ah just the death of the traditional publishing model which i think that is extremely premature right um but I saw a statistic the other day that retail sales of video games last year were down 23% from their highest point. Huh. Uh, but total sales of video games just keep going up, which is just like showing the ascension of digital distribution and, uh, you know, alternate distribution methods, which I-, I almost think like it is not unfair it is not crazy to say that there might not be major video game publishers in, like, ten years. Yeah. You know, I mean, there might still be. They, they will figure out, like, because they are these these Leviathans, they will figure out a way to keep their hearts beating. Right. But, I don't know. You know, people people are ignoring the fact that, like, without without the engine of the mainstream industry Tim Schafer would probably not be well known enough to have been able to pull that off.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing as when like Radiohead sells a million copies of an album in a, in digital distribution without a major label, and they go, "See, we don't need major labels." Like, yes, if you're a Radiohead.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, OK, I read an interview with OK Go where somebody was like, "Yeah, so what's it like being all, yeah, fuck you, labels? We don't need labels. Labels should just go die." And they were like, "Well." I mean, nobody would know about us if it wasn't for the label that we were on to begin with. Right. Like we just we thought that maybe the exposure that we had already gotten had given us a sufficient fan base that we could get away with this. And so we took a giant risk and tried it and, it, you know, it paid off. Like, I feel like they they keep needing to raise money for every video that they make. Right. Uh, Like, I think being OK Go is just their jobs now. It's not like they, oh, we broke away from the major label and now we're all set for life and can just keep making all the music that we want, right? Like, right. It, it's it's now just like a, you know, they're just like s- subsistence.
0: They're also, if they were a huge indie success story, they wouldn't need to do a video sponsored by Chevy. Oh
1: yeah, or do whoever that was. That, by Chevy?
0: The video of them driving around in the car playing a song yeah, Um, that was sponsored by the people who make that car Hmm. and aired during the super bowl oh wow go them yeah i mean like i don't care about indie or not like i'm glad they're making money doing cool shit like that the music is still just kind of like yeah okay that was a tune yeah right on yeah i can't imagine someone being like a fervent okay go fan who goes to see shows (laughs) Yeah. but it's pleasant you know it's like I don't remember you know gin I don't remember them being level bad when we yeah. saw them um it's the, but it's the gin blossoms level of band like they are a total working band and that's cool and I can't imagine like a 14 year old girl fainting because they met the gin blossoms you know
1: sure maybe maybe uh maybe that any better
0: Oh he's dreamy uh-huh. dreamy.
1: Although it's weird, like
0: I was gonna say, well, talk to me when some completely unknown person raises a million dollars on Kickstarter. People keep doing that, though.
1: Yeah, the with the record had been broken like eight hours before it got broken again.
0: For that iPod docking or iPhone dock that was made out of aluminum.
1: I was. I don't even know. I don't. I didn't yeah. see it. I have now bought a single thing on Kickstarter or funded a single thing on Kickstarter. Huh. Um, just I saw. I think I might have just seen a Metafilter link, or it might have been a Boing Boing link. But it was like, it was like this uh, Tyvek map of San Francisco mm. that just had a bunch of like. It was sort of like a not even like underground, but it just like a. If you're like young and on the internet, these are the things in San Francisco that would probably be pretty cool for you to go to, uh-huh. right? I mean, it's just sort of like a like a a map that is also a sort of a hipster Fodor's. (laughs) Um, But it was like, it uses this method of folding where there's no way to fuck it up and all you have to do is kind of squeeze it and it folds back up. Yeah, that is freaky. And I was like, you know, that's, that's pretty clever and looking at the list of sample things that are listed on the map, I'm like, okay, so some of those places I've been to and they're really good. So like, if people who like those places make a list of other places that they like, maybe I'll find out about something that I don't know and so sure why not I will give them I will give them the amount of money that it takes to get one of these right? Uh, and it's supposed to show up about two weeks after I get back from San Francisco (laughs) so that's uh, that's the most convenient possible
0: there was a local theater company who always does cool shit that did a fundraiser I kicked in for them I did the I sent you a link for the gaming dice that I'm sending you for your birthday mess. (laughs) Yes, yes. Whatever that shit shows up, so the, the sugar and chocolate gaming dice donated to yes. them. There are a couple of bands that have are doing projects that I've thrown in on. I just figure. I want I want people to succeed who are doing things that I think are cooler than what I'm doing. I would like them to have my level of success.
1: I hope that I hope that this bodes well you know right I, I think I think that in order for me to be really comfortable saying that this is like this crazy just awesome entirely positive wave of the future that there need to continue to be no like really high profile disappointments hmm. to come out of it and I it, it, you know I have no reason to believe that those guys, are even a little bit shady. But if it just keeps growing and growing and growing and starts to become one of the main ways by which things get funded and made, it is going to become almost impossible for them not to grow to the size where it is almost inevitable that they will become corrupt. Hmm. Um, And so I would like it a little better if Kickstarter had... Some equally successful competitors. Yeah. And I've so seen... that there were more so that there I mean, in the same way that I feel like the world would be significantly better now if PayPal had a reasonable competitor.
0: Right. You know? And now it's too late for that challenge to be really mounted?
1: Yeah, I mean Amazon might pull it off. You know, Amazon might become as as ubiquitous for that kind of thing as PayPal is, and that's you know when we we just started kind of getting more and more pissed off at PayPal, and so we switched the order like on the donate page. It's like our preferred method of donation is Amazon Payments, right? Um, and that's still only. Rather than getting, like, maybe 10% of the money coming in from Amazon versus PayPal, it switched to maybe 20 or 25. Huh. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and a lot of it is probably just inertia. Like, people who use PayPal in the past are still using PayPal. I mean, I, you know, as an end user, I don't really have a problem with it. And as, as like, a business user, I don't really have a problem with it. It's just kind of annoying. Yeah. And they, they've never done anything that leads me to believe that I can trust them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've never done anything that leads me to believe that I want to burn their office down, but, like... Eh, you know. It, 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 I, I wish that in something that has become so important as as Kickstarter, like, culturally, that there was more than one game in town.
0: Yeah. The uh, I read a, an article that was pretty disingenuous and stupid about Kickstarter, but it was the first that I'd been aware that there was a backlash brewing, which I guess is inevitable with something that gets popular, but the crux of his argument was all they're doing is providing kind of a shitty web hosting service and uh, aggregating a way to process payments that you could totally do yourself, and then they're charging
1: way too much for it. And that's just... But yeah that's a super dumb that's a super yeah, like, dumb argument i mean that's they're giving that is you a just set of ignoring that, all of the important yeah. aspects of what it is right like
0: like they're they're loaning you their trust i mean like ebay all reputation. ebay is
1: is a shitty website that you can upload a picture to and that will take a credit card right like you could say exactly the same thing
0: yeah and then there was like all of your friends who are who think they're creative are now bugging you to give them money for their stupid projects. And I that's a complaint if you don't like seeing your creative friends do cool shit. Right?
1: Yeah, I mean Kickstarter, because it is still moderated by humans, they don't let just any dumb thing get going on it
0: and it's also like if your friend sends you a link to donate to his kickstarter you can ignore it more than you could your friend like coming to your house and talking endlessly about the cd he wants to make
1: yeah that said he wouldn't ask you for money right he would ask you to support his kickstarter and maybe get pissed off if you didn't in a way that he would not ever
0: i think that's a problem with your friend then though because like Don- tons of my friends didn't support my Kickstarter, and I just gave them free copies of the comic because they're my friends. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, why? I mean, they why buy the cow? They thought when I know I will eventually get some milk for free.
0: Yeah, I also gave them each a glass of milk.
1: Oh, good, good. That's cool. What are you going to do with all those cows that are piled mm-hmm. up in your backyard? They're stacked like cordwood.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: even know how to stack cordwood though, so they're not very well stacked at all. Yeah, neither do I. You know, one of my happiest memories as a kid was uh, my dad buying this giant load of firewood and making the woodpile, rather than just a boring woodpile, into, like, a fort. Hmm. It was, like, a good-sized fort. I would say that it had maybe six-foot-tall walls, which were totally sufficient for me when I was a kid, and it was, like, just a like a sort of a three-sided room, probably 15 feet on a side. Nice. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. Ah, precious memories. Uh, you want to take a break? Yep, we should do that.
0: All right. uh, we'll be back in 15, y'alls.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're back. Cool. What's shaking? What's shaking during the breakin? bacon?
0: I got me another beer, because these beers are Coronas, and one of them is not enough.
1: Mm. I got me another beer. Uh these beers are uh Santan Brewing Company Hawk Shop Hawk Shop. Hopshock. Also hawk shop. IPAs. Uh, one was enough to make me unable to pronounce the second one. Uh I would you know, like, like some more. um
0: pawn shop to start selling those, so you could go to the hawk shop and get hop shock.
1: Yeah. Uh let's get to this forum thread, shall we? Oh, let's hey, guys, says Casey Wiederman. A while back, Jake pondered letting sorcerers chug potions in combat or removing the naughty sorceress' debuff and making her scale again. You're revamping quest now. Is the naughty sorceress fight going to change significantly and with those poor sorcerers in mind? Oh, who knows, buddy? Who knows? There was a question on the
0: AMA about how the naughty sorceress fight is too easy now if you are if you do it at level. Huh. Said, yeah, I wonder she who's to scale, but saying
1: that, though. It
0: seemed more important heard a scale when we had people who were like level 120
1: yeah right. that, was a, that was like a super sort of challenging thing about when we rolled out Ascension is because there had been people playing for you know a couple years just leveling and leveling and leveling every day they were leveling right every day
0: have you actually heard that they song were like, wow
1: hey 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 level your KOL character every day uh wait, which which song?
0: The Everyday Shuffling song?
1: Well, no. I so I heard uh at the very first PAX when Jerry walked out onto stage, they had, like I think they asked both of them like what song they want playing when they walk out on stage and uh Mike did final countdown and Jerry did a song that was just that every damn hustlin', every damn hustlin'. Uh which was what that came from. I feel like that was just somebody doing saying the same thing except changing it to shuffling. Yeah, yeah. And then is that is that in that party rock anthem or is that a different song?
0: Yeah, it's in the Party rock is in the house. Sorry, sorry act. for
1: party rocking. That, <laughs> that, I you know I kind of liked that stupid Kia commercial with the the, the, the gerbils <laughs> right. Like I, you know I thought those commercials were pretty cool actually. And the one where it's like, oh, okay, There's this, it's like this war-torn future robot city battlefield, and then those those gerbils drive up in their Kia and they play some, they play some sweet-ass hip-hop, and then the robots dance until they explode. And <laughs> uh, it's getting harder and harder for me not to find joy in things, Mr. Skullhead. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's the, the opposite trajectory that you usually get. I think I'm growing up. Um fuck what was i yeah uh yeah so i don't know man uh i only have one combat macro uh and it is chug butter um, which <laughs> doesn't actually do anything and i don't know why i called it that but that's a, that is a phrase that i see almost every day is in my uh in my drop down of combat macros chug butter so when uh, whenever i hear the word chug i think about that yeah, letting sorcerers drink uh, drink their potions in combat would be kind of cool. Or, yeah, I mean, it'd probably be like pour it on your head or something. Yeah. You know, because you just won the big game. Uh, oh, I just had a delicious thought. You're tracking highest damage totals now. What if she scales to the highest amount of damage dealt over the course of a run with bonuses against that type of damage? I've been watching you, and I'm ready, she cackled. That is pretty clever, actually, for a... I would want to use that more for, like, a clan dungeon boss, because that is tracked over the lifetime of your character. Oh, wow. So, like, if it was in your first hardcore run, I wouldn't want her to scale to the amount of damage that you did on your one run where you decided to get to level 75 in aftercore. Hmm. Um, Yeah, players funk-slinging love songs would have a tough fight, and new kids and bad mooners poking things with saucepans wouldn't be horrendously overwhelmed. Metagamers would try to keep their damage down throughout the run to compensate, which makes the entire run more difficult and interesting. I... It would be really hard to balance that in an interesting way. Um, I mean, because, you know, min-maxers go min-max, so you wouldn't... Add, it would be really tricky to make that an actually interesting proposition, I think. Um wolverino seventy nine writes first questions. Just out of curiosity, what's the highest single amount donated by an individual? Would you consider doing something special if somebody donated an obscene amount, like ten thousand or a hundred thousand? No, please don't read into this. I commit to nothing. Uh, no, Would, I think there was a guy that donated over the life of his. I think he had donated ten thousand dollars over the life of his account.
0: Yeah, and he was like, part of that was he asked for a special thing that he could do in game to do charitably. And that was a cool idea, and he donated for it, and so we did it.
1: Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's not like I'm not going to give somebody a custom item for any amount of money. Although somebody later, I don't remember if it's in this question thread or not, but somebody was like, "What the fuck is the point of the golden Mister A?" That one was in the very early days, like one of the first guys to donate fifty dollars was like, so I already have more Mr. A's than I need. Can, can I have something that's $50 instead? Like, maybe make a golden Mr. A that lets hmm. me do something nice for other people? And I'm like, sure.
0: I think uh, that's a cool
1: little thing if you're yeah. a hard type. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the, the buff is weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it it's a little weird. It's kind of unlike... the Those standard things that are in Mr. Store all the time are a little weird now. Hmm. You know, people people have complained about the Miz Accessory, because, like, it's just exactly like a Mr. Accessory, only worse, because you can't trade it right. in Mr. Store. And they, they have a point, right? But it's not like we're tricking people into buying it. You know, it says right on the tin what it does. Um... Second set of questions, would you consider doing a month where you partner with an organization like Child's Play where a $10 donation still gets the person of Mr. A but $5 goes to Child's Play instead of chi- gold Ferraris? Maybe make the item of the month appropriately themed. A hospital clown familiar? Ah! That's
0: excellent. Is a clown
1: that just directly feeds on the souls of dying children. Mm. Uh, if big enough, maybe partner with Game and Tygo to get some cross-site publicity. Maybe you guys have already done something like this. Um... Uh, you know, we've talked about this in the past, and somebody, uh, actually, Xenosis uh, responds, uh, uh, you know, and we've, we've that's pretty well-worn territory. Yeah. Um, I, I feel weird about it, and so, you know, I mean, if we were going to... If there was a charity that we felt really strongly about, like we did about the Hurricane Katrina relief for some reason, like, why did I why was that a thing? Like, why did that disaster make me think, ah, oh, let's raise some money for this and no disaster prior to that or since
0: has. That's the other thing too, is if we did that for child's play, we would hear from a lot of people who are wondering why we didn't do it for starving children in Africa or children who are starving and also have no limbs in Greenland or, you know, like right. there's the idea that you have to find the, the, biggest possible need to fill.
1: Yeah, which you know. is silly.
0: And we're not prepared to take that hit. Well, I did do a series of nude commercials for PETA, though. Oh, good. So, I just did that on my own. Yeah, I mean, they would rather know. be covered
1: in this fur than wear fur. Um, man, yeah, I you know, I keep intending to give some money to Child's Play, um I mean, you know like some like a vaguely real amount of money to it cuz i really do like i believe in that you yeah. know it's it's a that's a cause that i can rally behind cuz who can't right
0: um uh, yeah sure
1: rally behind giving sick kids more video games to play um but i just i never get around to it yeah yeah i don't know yeah i mean what charities deserve money right like the other thing is like we're like the ideology that i am interested in presenting to the world with the face of the company is the ideology that believes that there should be like some cool video games for people to play and here here's one uh we're gonna work real hard on this right like i don't I, i wouldn't feel comfortable like saying oh like we're for every Mr. A you buy, we'll give $5 to the DNC. Y- 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 you know? Yeah. Like, I-, I just don't... And it seems like, with the exception... I mean, maybe that's why Katrina was a thing, right? Like, it's like, okay, well, obviously people need help who just had their shit torn in half by a wave. Right? Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't argue with that. Like, this was, you know, no matter what side of the partisan divide you're on like it's pretty clear the government dropped the fucking ball here so let's all pick up the slack together and
0: the important thing is they were white people whose stuff had been destroyed by a wave Mm. oh wait not white people Americans
1: yes many of them Um, were black
0: I don't remember (laughs) how much that
1: ended up amounting to I thought it was about five grand was it? I thought it was more than that because we just matched what yeah, maybe it wasn't we just matched what like the radio did a fundraiser and then the company just matched it yeah right and it was a thing that was entirely separate from uh, from whatever uh, erich says with the old skills getting phased out for trendy will you go the trader slash crimbo way again and introduce new sets not so much as a replacement for things like inigos but as a new set of viable skills that are trendy again um ask me that question nine months from now when we see whether or not anybody is still playing Trendy and whether it matters, you know? Like, whether, like while Trendy was in there, something like this item of the month, which reintroduced some missing functionality for Trendy, was a viable thing to do because this is a thing that people are actually doing and they care about. That may or may not be the case a year from now, right? And I mean, there might be a little bit of a chicken and egg situation there because if Trendy just eventually becomes like, uh, now trendy runs just take 10 times as long as regular runs because we've lost all of the cool shit that speeds runs up because we haven't replaced any of them then, you know, who knows uh, PlayAvic says, hi guys, Toot still does not have this link, click on its profile, as Jig said, he would be fine with doing that ages ago. Smiley face!
0: Uh, yeah, but the two Mr. A familiars still don't have Crown of Thrones, so clearly, we, we're not getting things done that you would like yeah. us to do.
1: Uh, Schlurp says, is there still a logic for having MP go by different names for different classes, mana points, mojo points, and muscularity points? It seems to introduce an additional level of complexity and potential confusion for players, muscularity points, especially as it's easy to confuse with muscle points, without offering a great deal of humor or cleverness in exchange. Uh, Would you ever consider just standardizing it on just one of those alternatives? Well, you know the quickest way to our heart, (laughs) Um, I I mean, we
0: can refer to them all as MP, which we do.
1: Yeah, we mostly do, right? Like, I mean, it says... I guess when you gain them from... it, I guess it is possible for you to, like, use a strongness elixir and it says you gain five muscularity, Hmm. and then use a soda water and it says you gain five muscularity points, which is confusing, I will admit. I think that is only confusing to muscle classes.
0: Maybe we should turn that into mightiness points.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you think just changing it to something else is the answer? Right. I, I don't know. Um, Maction. Mac-tion. <laughs> Man meat points he says the sea seems to be unfinished <laughs> yes, it doesn't it does. though. <laughs> uh, uh, any plans in the near term for grandma to wake up and open some new zones maybe find out what horrible purpose those merkin prayer beads are intended for personally i wouldn't mind seeing a zone of sea ponies with full-blown my little pony parodies going on we could drag the bronies into kol and subjugate them i don't know about that I, like i literally don't know about that i don't know anything about my little pony i okay. there's there was a I watched some kind of parody video about Applejack eating a lot of apples. There was a bunch of swearing in it. And some of the other ponies were supposed to, I guess, be high on marijuana.
0: Hmm.
1: Was the joke. And that was pretty funny.
0: That's always a funny joke.
1: Yeah, it was It was actually pretty funny. Dude, Applejack, you're going to get a wicked bad tummy ache if you eat all those apples. So, you know, that's a good phrase. Uh, yeah... You know, we started, um, there was a little burst of enthusiasm. I spent a couple of days, no, I didn't, I spent a couple of hours, yeah. uh, like, getting everybody back up to speed on where things are down there. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, and then I just, like... I had that and two other things to work on, and I got super enthusiastic about those other two things, uh, one of which is the challenge path, which... I got... You know, today was really stressful, but I got a bunch of shit done, and I feel pretty good about the challenge path. Right on. Um, you were doing... The, the work you did today was good. I was enjoying that. That should continue, um,
0: yeah. Huh? That'll continue, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think people are... Get, like, Dev has been really... Well, okay. So... Mr. Magnifico and Gamelli have been really, really enjoying this, which I, I'm happy to see Mr. Magnifico excited about something in the game again. Yeah. Has it to just has it been hanging a while. Out, or... Talking to us about board games and stuff. <laughs> but now he's like, fuck, man, I got to ascend a bunch. And I was like, yeah, got you again. Uh, I think it's going to be fun for some people. There are probably going to be some people who, given what it consists of, are not interested in it at all. Uh, but you know, maybe we'll convert some of those people. I am interested to see. I'm interested to see how this goes over because I'm pretty happy with it, and I hope everybody else is pretty happy with it too. We'll find out. Uh, we were we were super uh, insightful when we came up with the schedule for uh, for releasing these challenge paths because now every year I have to work at 8:30 p.m. on Valentine's Day. Yeah. I mean, what I can't imagine that ever causing any problems at all
0: i'm sure when you set that up you couldn't imagine it
1: (laughs) um well you know what we do is we say ah, we're gonna do this on you know we'll do this on the 15th of the month and like well we don't want to do it like january 15th because we're usually traveling in january i'm usually traveling in january uh we don't want to do it july 15th because that's like comic-con Right. right. so we don't want to do it December 15th because that's the middle of the fucking Crimbo rush and January usually there's there's that like kind of refractory period
0: right. in the beginning of January post. so show.
1: and so we shifted the schedule like yeah, you know, February 15th like that's long enough that there's plenty of time to work on it. That's cool. but what we don't think of is when we say like day X, this actually ends up creating the crunch time on day X minus one which is the 14th yeah right because it to, to to release something on the 15th that means it has to be done on the 14th and pushed out at rollover on the 14th we could just stop doing that i guess Uh, Sam Bell says now that the main boards of interest are starting to be the challenge path ones which woo, If that's true, it is getting very difficult to get softcore runs in to aim for the boards I'm relying on a three-month window in which the challenge path is there Generally that means about five to seven plus 50 moon days as I travel a lot for work And I have to be in a hotel with decent internet during a weekend where there's a plus 50 Sunday Odds of this happening are rather slim so I don't really get the opportunity of playing the challenge paths uh, have you considered doing something about the moon reliance of soft core runs? My suggestion would be making moon reliant items act as if it's a plus 30 moon day when you are in Ronin. I'd say a great moment to implement this would be the day a new path rolls out. Um, you know, we knew that that was going to be the next thing that tied optimality to the real world calendar uh, after we, after the, thinking back on, how much of a sacred cow we thought that stat days were. Hmm. You you know, like, looking at, like, looking at how popular the Valhalla revamp was, like, we totally fucking did something right there, and that's awesome. And I think just, like, the challenge, Pat, like, Bees Hate You was this amazing spoonful of sugar that helped that stuff that would have normally... And this wasn't even, like, just pissing off speed people, right? Like, this was... I was worried that getting rid of stat days and run was going to piss off, like, casual Ascenders, but, like, we just sort of figured out a way to, to do it. Yeah. There was, even at that time, the concern that the Grimacite stuff, or or whatever, you know, the, the moon thrill things, were, those were now going to be the thing that made it so people felt like they had to do these runs on a specific day. And... You know, this is the first high-profile expression of that sentiment that I've encountered. Um, maybe we'll see some more. Or or maybe we won't, and this will be a thing. It's like, well, this is the compromise that only upsets a couple of people. You know, only makes a couple of people feel stressed out about it. Anyway, Harry Pesto says, Gruus and crown functions? Come on, you know you'll feel really good about yourselves once you've done it. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> I think I'll I'll. No, no I won't I'll feel terrible I'm going to do such a bad job of adding functionality uh, Crown functionality to the gruesome cloop But I'll feel terrible about it
0: Yeah, you don't know yeah, We may be <laughs> contemplating some really terrible shit For that functionality
1: Yeah I think we've just sort of forgotten about it And we really do need to just do something yeah. <laughs> Uh, Plucky says, small question. Besides the small tweaks like changing the 8-bit Continuum Transfunctioner thingy from an offhand to accessory in the Hippo Ballerina, has anyone's input, theories, or even suggestions of new paths influenced or given new ideas for challenge paths? Or has the new challenge paths got decided and done, simply waiting for rollout when the time needs be? Uh, And would there be any more community-created content, such as the MC Frontalot slash legendary beat zones? Um, Some Like, this challenge path, I've had a really good idea of what it was going to be for like a couple of months. And it has been more or less functionally complete for a couple of weeks. Uh, there's still a lot of tweaks here and there, and there were things where it's like, all right, every time I get a devster to this one point, I have to like fake it because we need to figure out what's going on. You know, like the Blackbird thing as a result of this. Um, so you know, whereas Way of the Surprising Fist was made as a result of shifting gears entirely like six days before the path rolled out. Hmm. Um, because our our initial thing that we did a bunch of work for and you know made some changes to things for just didn't it just it kind of sucked it just didn't go anywhere. Um, the MC Frontalot thing I would not describe that as community created content right uh, because Front you know he he transcends community he's like he's a celebrity. And he's a friend of ours. Like a close personal friend of ours, you know? Yeah. It's not like this is not like some some Minecraft shit, you know? This isn't like a Skyrim mod that somebody made, you know? This is like he's a professional. Um You know, also it was He produced a design dock that was totally usable to make a zone. I don't know what like I don't know where he got that ability. Nice. Right? So every once in a while somebody will send us something that'll be like, Oh, this is my idea for a zone. And it's like they put a bunch of work into it, but you look at it and it's like, well, you know, there are there are way more questions than answers what? in this hmm. if we were to actually start to try to make the thing. But the thing that the thing that Front gave us was remarkably comprehensive. Yeah. Like I that think- dude is just that dude is just good at stuff.
0: It was certainly better than like the first design doc I submitted.
1: <laughs> yeah, but those were always. I mean, you know, the, it just with us it was like always a collaboration, right? And your your part just escalated over time. Right. You know, it was good. Uh Bakakajin says uh, fake plastic grass was previously attainable only in the St. Sneaky Pete's Day goodies basket but you brought it back in Crimbo 2010 which gave players a chance to get the crafting discoveries and a tattoo that would otherwise cost a lot in the mall. Also, the pickle factory and its brines and vinegar show up once in a while. This is leading up to less of a question but more of a request. Now that wrapping paper is over 100 a hundred million meter piece in the mall, only a few pieces are floating around and the majority of current players didn't have the chance to get those four discoveries and a tattoo, would it be possible to have another limited chance to obtain some wrapping paper as well, as you did with the grass? I know limited time content slash you missed it too bad as part of the game but the diamond in me had to ask bag anyway I don't think so um no.
0: you don't think this Christmas will just say no fuck it it's wrapped in wrapping paper
1: yeah it's, it's Crimbo 2005 again or Crimbo 2004 or was that 2003
0: it was I think the first one we had wrapping paper the second one was bows. The third one. Like the, but was We gave everybody tropical. a Bose
1: acoustic wave. Yeah. So yeah, so the second one, two thousand four, was the the one with the tiny plastic sword and the imitation nice watch and stuff mm-hmm. in it.
0: Everybody gets a tiny plastic sword wrapped in wrapping paper.
1: Yeah. Good plan. Uh Coril says, Any chance of making the haunted gallery less of a pain to unlock might help with the disparity between muscle and moxie classes. Yeah. Uh, is that real? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah um i guess the impression that i get is that the power leveling non-combats for moxie classes are really easily accessible uh compared to the the, the bathroom sucks uh also the palindrome is just in the game and it's a moxie power leveling zone which i don't know why that happened exactly (laughs) yeah i mean it was because sun at noon tan us is a palindrome and tanning is about moxie right (laughs) um Yeah, you know, I could see looking at that. I really like the way that the narrative in Spooky Raven plays out, though. Um, So yeah, Monkey says, Hey, Scully, looking forward to seeing you at the Minnesota Meetup this coming weekend. To actually make this a question, can you pimp the event for the locals? Sure. The
0: Minnesota Meetup takes place on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There are events planned, and I will be at almost all of them, I'm pretty sure trying to find the actual thread so I can talk about the specific things that are planned uh, Friday night karaoke at LC's Restaurant 9 o'clock Saturday afternoon bowling at Park Tavern uh, Saturday night S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y night um, Psycho Suzy's for dinner Donny Dirk's Zombie Den for drinks and Sunday morning at Chatterbox Pub in Uptown
1: It was Psycho Susie's We went there, right? Yep That That was was the the place that was
0: changing locations And needed to get rid of all their booze And so they just gave us cheap ass booze Mm.
1: Did they change locations? Yeah, their new place is cool It's huge That's cool uh the forum kebabka says I presume people have been badgering you about this for a long time but as far as I know excluding the recent way of the surprising fist path the layer of the ninja snowman has basically no use to anyone no ascension use no farming use I know you've been remaking the quest lately so if you get around to modifying the level 8 quest is there going to be a use for the layer of the ninja snowman perhaps a non-combat adventure that gives 10 turns of so-so cold resistance wouldn't help the fastest speed ascenders but it would help some more casual players seems like a zone that could perhaps have an ultra rare it also seems like a zone that could perhaps have an ultra rare in it um yeah it's, it's getting a little bit of attention uh with the McLarge huge revamp which is like super close to done actually um, it ended up d- the, that revamp ended up a little larger in scope because of some back end stuff that I decided to work on uh, that I've only really used for it so far uh, I've got a real sweet tool <laughs> that's what they say about me Mr. Yeah, snow I've got yeah. a real sweet tool uh, and then here it is where W. V. O'Quine is talking about the, uh, the stuff with Alan Moore so sorry that I didn't see that when it was meaningful uh, Lord Bitchalot says so my question is related to one that I'm sure has been asked before regarding why you decided not to up the buffs on stainless steel garb now that it is for the most part worthless I can't remember why you decided it didn't need buffing the issue remains that every ascension I collect yet another piece of this equipment that is absolutely worthless to me even if you argue that they're not worthless to equip you can't deny that having multiple copies are worthless I suppose I could pulverize it but that seems sad for something that is a reward for an ascension. Well done." My question is, could you implement some way to get rid of it? Uh, well, it could be involving some trading it for goodies or something like discarding it for a bit of extra karma, but I really think it'd be great to have something to do with all the extra special stainless steel gear building up in my inventory. Of course, this would also apply to Plexi and Brimstone, with perhaps slightly increased credit karma for those. I guess I would even be okay with getting no more gear as long as you had one in Hank's or your display case. I'm just sad that these things that are supposed to be special are pretty much a waste of inventory space. Well, they Man, they you know. used to be special. Right? I mean it's an outfit that you get. And yeah, yeah, you're right that that multiple copies are worthless. I mean, if they pulverized into something that was more interesting, then that's that's probably the right solution to to this sentiment. Right. Um yeah. Yeah, you can get rid of it thank you says noodle mage no he says can you guys keep being awesome by being one of the few game developers that listen to their player base and release awesome shit that keeps people talking and makes people happy thanks uh yes we can yeah, and this was the one where cap K is what's the point of gold mr a's uh somebody wanted somebody wanted uh one and so i gave it to them um uh... Would it be possible, says Cubs Maniac, to change a clan's name? I have a fully outfitted clan filled with inactives. I'm looking into changing into a clan for Redditors. However, I would rather have a name that makes it easier to find. (sighs) That's a good question. Mm. The clan name is not as much of a hassle as the player name to change. Yeah, I mean, what if we just... What if we charged 100,000 meat out of the coffer to change the name of the clan from the administration you gotta hire somebody to paint the paint the new name on the building paint off the old one michael rain says check out doing a paper on kingdom of loathing for my journalism class and it'd be great to actually interview you for it just a question or two i guess sorry if they're a bit stupid one do you enjoy your job is the i make video games for a living dream really all it's cracked up to be yeah i enjoy it it's I think anything where you are sort of self-actualized is harder than working for somebody else and, you know, more stressful in a lot of ways than working for somebody else, but also way more rewarding. You You get a little bit of like the grass is always greener thing where sometimes when I'm trying to figure out like, all right, what are me and these other dudes supposed to do now? Oh, right, I just have to decide what that is, I think. Man, I, you know, it'd be nice if some days I just had to get up and do something that somebody else told me to do all day and then go home and not be thinking about it anymore or whatever. But it is. It is a grass is always greener thing. I mean, you know, and most of the things that I don't like about my job are things about, they're just inherent to a job rather than you know, I mean, I like making video games, and making video games is fun, and the parts of my job where I get to make video games are great. I really don't like being people's boss, so I don't enjoy that part. Um, and, you know, and, but I make up for not enjoying it by being really terrible at it. Uh, you like your job, Mr. Skullhead? I enjoy my job. That, yeah. That's it?
0: There was a point at which... Mr. Skullhead is
1: the wordsmith. smith.
0: Yeah. There was a point at which When I was home with Ollie all day And kind of getting stressed about it That I actually said I just wish I had a 9 to 5 job At an office And then immediately afterwards realized That no I really don't I wish I had like a 10 to 2 job At an office I wish I could go to an office And work for Kingdom For between 4 and 8 hours a day Without being interrupted Without feeling like I should be doing something else
1: do they do they not have like a cubicle you could rent somewhere? <laughs> is that a thing you would do? I mean, I like I, I think there there is some value. like I after working from home for quite a while, was like, you know what? I have to separate this. Right. Because if if the place that I work is the same place that I like sleep and play video games and look at porn and stuff, it I'm going to the only way that I'm going to not feel guilty is if I kind of never do anything except work. Uh And if I never do anything except work, most of my work is going to be half-assed because I'm also going to be kind of screwing around the whole time. And so, I mean, those those were deeply productive months, but I was also just going fucking crazy when that was happening. Yeah. And I think, I mean, is your... I guess when you're just fucking around on the internet, you're probably on a laptop, like, upstairs. Or am I wrong about that? Like, Eh. is your your office computer not just your office? Like, do you play games on it? I mean, is it...
0: I play the, like, 45 minutes of video games I play a week are on my work computer right now. Okay. My laptop is not spec'd to play games on. So... Yep. I'm getting to where on days where Ollie's not at preschool and I need to be upstairs that I can just sit at my laptop and get some work done like that's what I was doing today but I would prefer to be able to just sit down here for hours and get things done part of my workflow is just like I have no idea what to write for this guy let me go click three links on Reddit and then I'll know So
1: yeah that's always really hard to explain to people too. Yeah. Like like no, seriously, part of my part of doing my job is that I need to go to a bar and get drunk right now. <laughs> like nobody is ever going to believe that. But sometimes it's true. Yeah. You know, part part of doing my job is that I need to play video games. Part of doing my job is that I need to watch TV. Like so I, I get that you want me to do something right now and all I'm doing is watching TV, but it is actually important. And, you know, like I said, no one is ever going to believe that when I right. say it. Um, and it's like, here's, here's one thing uh, that in the beginning was a hassle. Uh, and, and I remember uh, Hot Stuff and I sort of commiserating over this. So being a guy who sets his own hours And owns a pickup truck (laughs) means (laughs) that you are constantly being made to feel guilty about not helping people move (laughs) because you're like, no, I'm busy that day. What are you talking about? You set your own hours. Yep, and they have to be sometime, which is why they're that day. Right. Like, if I if I don't take my own deadlines seriously, there are just no deadlines. Like. I don't have the option of not just making up the rules as I go along. So when I make them up, they are real and I am bound to them because otherwise I'm just fucked. And, and that's really, that's fucking hard. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that's why a lot of people who say, oh yeah, I'd like to run my own business. Like, no, you wouldn't like you, you'd, you would either just like watch TV all day and fail, or you would like struggle so hard to uh, yeah i don't know i feel like i am an extremely lazy person but i intellectually acknowledge that i cannot look at the things that i have accomplished and say that is the work of a lazy person
0: right
1: like that is the work of a of a lazy person who has tricked himself into not being lazy anymore yeah um and, uh, you know, Gotten gotten, uh, has been very fortunate to be able to do things that he genuinely cares about, right? Like, it is a lot easier to work hard making a video game than it is to work hard doing something that all it's doing is lining the pockets of your asshole boss. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm not going to say, like, oh, oppressed workers of the world rise up and unite, because it's like, well, you know, your asshole boss is the one who's given you that job. And he's paying you the amount that you agreed to do it for when you got hired, so you know. But that doesn't mean it feels good. Yeah. How do you feel about the player base in general? He continues. I know you think of some people as dick stabbers that are only obsessed with optimization and nothing else. What of the non-dick stabber parts of the kingdom? Now, them's them's my peeps. I like the dick stabbers too. Yeah, they're I, a delightful I, challenge. <laughs> they're they're just um, uh, you know, that it's. In a way, the people who are seriously concerned with optimizing stuff, they like they keep you honest, right? Like they make sure that the designs that you're producing are mathematically sound, which probably makes them better.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, You know, there are things that you can't do because of what the Dick Stabbers will do with it that would be more fun for everybody else if they existed. But it's like one of those, you know, who's going to walk away from Omalos situations where it's like, all right, well, do we have, do we crucify the most dedicated players for the sake of, of, uh, you know, putting in a thing that's like fun, but we could probably come up with something that is also fun and balanced. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, question for the actual game. Can we get an extended garden or some such? I haven't thought of it much because Trendy is still not around, but I'd like if I could be in the Halloween and the Christmas Crimbo spirit at the same time. Uh, I don't really know how that would work. I guess it could be one of those things, like, if we did it like I keep saying I'm going to do with the Tomes, where you can just use all of them in Aftercore. Um, but, you know, part of the deal is that for Ascension purposes, that's a slot. Right, so that we can put new stuff in there every once in a while without having to worry about it being balanced against everything that could possibly be there at the same time. And for another one, if one day runs of anything non-casual become a thing that's easily done, would you nerf slash adjust things to stop this? From what I've heard, this is one of the main reasons for NS13 in the first place, so would you try and stop it? If it happened again, would you continue to stop it? I don't know at this point. Um, yeah, I really don't know. Nobody's done one yet, right? Like, aren't there, there keep being attempts. A one day softcore no pass. Has anybody done it in an S13? I don't think so. I don't remember. Uh, can we get a like a boss chat effect, says Numbat? What would it do? It would just append like a boss to the end of everything. Everything that you emote, it just says you do it like a boss. Yeah, but it has to be spelled B A U five. Uh, Elfrian says I can't recall which of you saying you like licorice and which kind you regard as licorice Twizzlers are nice but sure ain't licorice as I like it and raspberry well yummy ain't licorice so who was it and do you really like it or are you just saying so for some kind of incomprehensible to me Uh I like I understand that the thing that I thought of as a kid as licorice which was red licorice is not really licorice but like yes it is cause that's what people you know will call it
0: Yeah, Um, I think that kind of semantic thing isn't super useful.
1: I mean, if you had to categorize Twizzlers and Red Vines, even though they are not technically derived from the chemicals in the licorice plant, it's fucking licorice, right? Like, in the same way that Snickers is a candy bar, Red Vines is licorice, because that's just what... It's more of a, like, shape and delivery method thing. I, I, uh... I think our debate is you are a Red Vines guy and I'm a Twizzlers guy.
0: Yeah. Do you like black licorice or do you not?
1: I do. I do.
0: He said, I like. Um, uh, I like it, and the stronger, the better.
1: Yeah. Black I, licorice, which is lit. You know, that's the only thing that is really licorice, right? Right.
0: Um, although you can make the... that stuff
1: without actually using licorice root. Right. So,
0: to me, it's kind of the same argument as the plural of Lego is Lego. I think, damn, eh, Come
1: on. Yeah, and uh, you know tomatoes are actually a fruit. It's like okay, cool, cool story, bro. Uh, Just doesn't matter, right? Because you know, when people say fruit, they're talking about fucking fruit, which is sweet. And you know,
0: and if you hand somebody a slice of tomato and say, "Here, have eat your vegetables," and they go, "Technically, there's fruit." I think you are allowed to punch
1: them in the sternum, possibly the scrotum. Uh, So, yeah, I think we both like licorice. It turns out it can kill you.
0: Yeah, if you eat way too much of it, you will be toast. Although I don't think anything you can get in the U.S. has enough licorice, licorice into it that any bag of it's a lethal dose.
1: Yep. That becomes the thing that I really have to struggle to ration out to myself when I'm on a backpacking trip. Like, I've I've just been getting this licorice from, like, the... Uh, it's like a sunflower, like the the hippie grocery store down the street. Yeah. Also just has this amazing candy section, hmm. which is weird because it's not like... This is like the opposite of what you'd think you'd be selling there. Okay. I And mean, this is nothing but artificial flavors, and you know, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But they just... I get these packs that are like half red, half black licorice, and uh, it's it's heavy. It's not... It's not really calorie dense enough to justify the weight to take like a whole bunch of it. So I'll just take a little bit of it, and it's like my treat. But I, it is always a struggle to just not eat every last bit of it at every moment that I'm hiking. <laughs> it's it's weird because I keep some at home, and I'll I'll buy like a pound of it, and that will last me six weeks. You know, eating a couple here and there on the weekends or well, whatever. That'd be, be safe. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not going to get that heart murmur explosion thing that eating too much of it causes. Uh, Alfredo Boyardi says, Hey guys, I've only been listening to the radio shows the last couple of weeks or so, and it makes me realize that what you are doing and how you are trying to be transparent about the KOL is really awesome. So thanks for not being the typical corporate MMO developer, and thanks for really engaging the player base. It is one of the reasons why I love KOL. Well, we love you too, Alfredo Boyardi." Here's a question. What is the point of different weapon, weapon types? I know chef staves require something special to equip. Clubs are important for seal clubbers and accordions for ATs, but beyond that, and the difference between ranged and melee, is there anything important about why certain weapons are labeled as different things, like utensils and staffs and swords and pole arms and stuff? Seems like the only stats uh, seems the only stats that matter are a weapon's power and its enchantments. Am I missing something? Or do you want the opportunity to do something with this in the future? There are some things that do it, right? Like there's, there's that skill that I don't know that anybody ever This must have been understood, but, like, advanced expert panhandling is more effective if you have a saucepan equipped. I mean, it allows us to do things like that without just saying, like, all right, well, this is just a bonus for everybody. Because this is a bonus that you get if you're wielding an X, and this is a bonus you get if you're wielding a Y. Also, there are different attack messages. uh, So that we don't have to write attack messages for every single weapon, we categorize them so that there's always a way to have the messages make sense and be, you know, tailored to what you're doing, right. which relies very heavily on those, those items being typed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's there for whatever we want to do with it. Yeah, it's nice having subtypes for certain things, right? I mean, we use that to determine which booze items are beer so that there's you know whatever the salty nuts or whatever that make beer better we don't have to like hard code that every time we want to do something it's just like oh what we have to do is put beer that's what makes certain offhand items shields is the ability to categorize items like that um and certain ones not shields wow yeah that
0: suddenly it is after 10 o'clock
1: yep it sure is and i and i apologize i saw that coming and i started reading another question anyway
0: i'm baffled by that i was having a good time and now it's over yep all right we'll see you next week everybody good night